ready. I'm so sure. This is the I'm So Sure podcast. I'm Scott. I'm Kevin. And this week we're going to be talking about our favorite songs from the 90s. That's right. Last time we had a new episode, we placed um, a list of 90s music into a bottle put it out into the ocean and hope that it never came back again. We talked about the worst of the worst, the most annoying songs that we'd ever heard in the 90s. And let's face it, the 90s were an abysmal time oh, for popular yes. music. Completely abysmal. But we were able to wade through the entire decade and find some things that we are fond of. A few. There were some good moments out of all the bad stuff. So we're going to start things off with uh, one of our absolute favorite songs from the 90s. Actually, one of my favorite songs ever. And that would be Kathy Dennis with Just Another Dream.
So I was convinced that that was Rick Astley doing the background vocals on that song for years. Even when it was disproven, I still kind of think it's him. It's not him. Well, it's someone that desperately wants to be Rick yes, Astley. it is. And who would? Wouldn't. We love Rick Astley. I used to look like him. I dyed my hair. Remember it was that reddish orange color like in 1989? Yeah. And it looked you're, very Rick Astley. You're probably the only person ever that can look, well, no longer. You can't look like that now because you're like, but at one time you look like Rick Astley and at another time you look like Dave, Dave Gahan. Yeah. From Depeche Mode. Yeah. And now I look like trash. He said it, not me. So. We should also tell, Are we? do we tell the people... Yeah, we already talked about on our actual podcast that people are listening to that we're also Instagram living this. Did we say that? No, but well, now we'll say it. Now, but it won't mean by anything. the time you listen to this, it'll be gone. Yeah, it's not going to be there anymore. So you, this is available to watch live. This is the very first time that we've done something like this, and the last. <laughs> I posted a thing on my Facebook page. Oh. So, anyway, let's, before we get back to the 90s stuff, let's talk about the movie we saw yesterday. It's, no, because I want to play a song from it, so I don't want to play that now. Oh, okay. Let's save it for later. Obviously, we haven't planned this out. We don't, sometimes we plan the episodes out, other times, I mean, we have a whole list of, of things, that, of songs. Meticulously, that, carefully researched. Yes. By you. But um, some, uh, most of the time, we don't really plan it out. The older episodes, we planned out too much, and they were... They're kind of dry. They're dry and hard to listen to and not not available anymore. I mean, They're we, back in the archive. Yeah, we, we have them if you really want to listen. In fact, we've, we have some listeners that would like those old episodes, and you need to... They're 99 cents an episode. They're free. I gotta make money somewhere to pay for the web hosting. I don't know what any of that. Means. Of course you don't. It's not your problem. It's mine. I give him. I pay. I just bought him breakfast. Mm-hmm. Thirteen dollar breakfast. You ate thirteen dollars worth of food. But it's funny. The thing on the menu said my um, breakfast entree was six dollars and seventy-five cents. So I don't know where that extra money came from. Well, should I tell them what happened at Just Judy's? Well, there was a order failure, a food making failure. So I you know we're bad mouthing a place that we love on a live. Instagram. No, we're not bad mouthing because we still love them, and it was a not well maybe not an honest mistake. Somebody flubbed up, but they in the kitchen. It's not our waitress's fault. They they were going to fix it, but I okay. So here's what happened. I ordered an omelet, a cheese omelet with sausage, 
And I eat things in order. So the waitress had come back to to see if everything was fine. And I was, I, I usually eat my main thing last. So I was eating hash browns. And I took a bite, a first bite of the, uh, and like I told the waitress, yes, everything's fine. And she left. She's very pregnant. Yes, she is very pregnant. Yeah. I'm I'm crooked because I look better this way. Okay. So, try fucking off. Okay, so, anyway, um, she looks like she's going to pop any day. And she said, oh, this baby is going to weigh over 10 pounds. Did you hear that? She was talking to people at the table behind us. And they're like, yeah, they figured out that the baby was at, a, at about 8 pounds right now. Yeah. So, I took a bite of said omelet, and it was fine, and then I took another bite, and there were all these diced green peppers in them. I don't like green pepper. I don't like peppers of of any kind, and obviously, you can tell by looking at me, I'm not that picky when it comes to food, but actually, I am, but not as picky as some people. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm sure. So there were like diced onions and diced green peppers in my omelet. And like it was, I couldn't eat around it. It was too much. And she was so busy with other people, we couldn't get her attention to come over. Scott was almost done with her food. And finally she comes over and she's like, is everything okay? And I'm like, well, I had a problem with, with my food. And she looked at it and she goes, oh, this isn't right. It's not supposed to have green peppers in it and onions it was just cheese only and sausage well i'll go back and have them make you another one and i'm like you know what i'm so grossed out by the green peppers i like don't want to eat anything for the rest of the day that's how much i hate green peppers and um by the time they would have had something new out I mean, Scott would have already been finished eating for quite some time. So I was like, don't worry about it. So he made, he ate $13 worth of food. I have um, four words, four words to say about you not eating anything the rest of the day. That is a lie. You will eat something else later. You, you've talked to me like this week and I'm just like, I'm not eating anything for dinner. You're the one that sells. But you're going to eat like a handful of Quisp or something like that. Or have some ice cream. Or you have like some... How do you know? You don't live in my house. You don't know what I'm going to do. Echo, no one asked you. That's another problem we have with this podcast. These voices are going off everywhere. Well, I have... Echo, the little Amazon... The dot. Dot things... Yeah. I have three um, Amazon devices in my my bedroom. Why do you have three of them in your bedroom? I just love technology. That is the geekiest thing I've ever mm-hmm. heard in my life. Um, computer, make lamp red. Oh. Dude. Computer, make lamp green. See? Oh. It's nice, and I'm sure our listeners just are loving every moment of this. Well, if they're watching us... Well, let's talk about... I'm sorry, I I got distracted by technology. Distracted by technology is the name of our forthcoming album. It's also um, a um, description for everything that's wrong with kids and education in America. 
It is. Actually, I had a note come home, though, from one of my teachers in fourth grade. I think it was fourth grade. It was Mrs. Platt. And she said, Scott seems to have some problems being distracted by out-of-school items like bringing toys and action Mrs. figures. Platt, no. was that... Was that Union? No, that was here. That was Mrs. Hand. Oh, Mrs. Hand. Yeah, Tina Hand. You don't even know the name of your teachers, and I do. Well, that was 57 years ago. You can understand if I can't remember all the details. So speaking of my love of technology, um, I want to talk about an artist and a song. We're going to play her song where she had the coolest keyboard and I remember uh, it was very exciting when I actually got my hands on a Casio keyboard that had a little hand dial on it that you could make it go rear, 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 rear. I forget what you call what that was. Pitch bend. Yeah, pitch bend type of thing. And also, this artist was extremely progressive in her appearance. <laughs> <laughs> extremely. But she happened to make great songs. Uh, this is Jane Child, and the song is I Don't Want to Fall in Love. Hi, Dad.
Do you remember that episode of Just Say Julie from MTV? Um, you know, starring Miss Julie Brown. I remember the show, yes. When she played this video and she was telling some story about how um, Jane Child's mother's looking for you. And um, go to any street corner and there she'll be, Jane Child. Because she's like standing on a street corner in the video. Oh, I don't remember that. Well, it was funny. Probably a lot funnier. It was much funnier in context, I'm sure. Well, most I'm so sure. Are. I'm so sure. So do we want to get back to the list or we want to talk about something else? I think we should focus on the music. All right, so who do you want to talk about now? Let's talk about D-Light. D-E-E Light. Delicious, de-lovely, de-beautiful. I'd say they're probably one of the most memorable acts to come out of the 90s. And it's a shame that they only put out three albums. Yeah. Because they were so... It's just so much fun and very innovative and just very creative. And they were super quirky, but they were still... Could be like have mainstream appeal, at least at the beginning. Um, I think they got a little bit too niche. And I think just taste changed and they didn't appeal to a wide audience. It kind of just... They kind of became like just a dance music act. And unfortunately, I think a lot of people... Just remember them for Groove is in the Heart. Which is what we're going to be playing. Obviously. But um, every year when it's time to vote, we always, always play Vote Baby Vote by Delight. And it's more important this year than it has been in a couple years. Yeah. Make sure you vote. Please, for the love of God, do it. Vote it. All right, so here is Delight, Groove is in the Heart. I've been told you can't 
So as some of you might have noticed, it's been a little while since we've had a new podcast. About a month, hasn't it? I think it, this is the third consecutive... No, this is the fourth consecutive week without a new well, podcast. Well, that would be a month. Yes, yes, a month. So I had some surgery, and I've been kind of out of it. Um, and I think we talked about... We did. ...the surgery before it happened on the last episode. So... I had the surgery, Scott took me, and... And they didn't fix your face the way I was hoping. And I, I, made, it, I made it out okay, and... And I sang After the Rain by Nelson when you got out of surgery. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's so weird when you have, like, a surgical procedure, because there was all the prep, like, before. I mean, you, Scott was in the room with me. I'm talking to the people, not you, obviously. Yeah, clearly. So, um... And it was actually more stressful beforehand because the anesthesiologist was concerned about some results that were actually from almost like 10 months ago from when you were hospitalized or something. Like, I don't know if there wasn't like a... There wasn't dated or something. Anyway, there was some confusion, but it was fine. And, um, so they wheeled me into the surgical room suite and it was weird because like there was just like music playing and um my surgeon was there and the anesthesiologist was there and a couple nurses and um i have problems with my back and my neck and everything from an accident that i had years ago and it's it's hard for me to lay flat so, um, they were trying to get me to lay as flat as I possibly could. And so they were like, do you need pillows under your, under your head or your neck? 
Well, I just laid flat on the thing, and it was it was weird because it was almost like a Jesus cross. Oh, because there were like these arm things that went out, like for you to put your arms, and so ev- you can do medical crucifixion. <laughs> and then everybody had these like you know masks on, and I had an IV for the the Michael Jackson Michael Jackson's milk. That's that's what Michael Jackson called propofol. It. Yeah, propofil the. The medication that ultimately claimed his life. That's the medication that they administer. They administer to put you under. And you, when you wake up, you don't remember anything. And you, you have no sense of time or it's, it's really cool actually. And like, I can totally see why Michael Jackson was hooked on it. Well, I'm but, surprised you didn't ask to be put on Medazoland. Oh, that's like what they use for like dental. Right. It's not a complete going unconscious kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, you can respond to. Yeah, I wouldn't like that. That Duran Duran have an album called Medazzaland. It was named after the medication that Simon Lebon had experienced during some routine dental surgery. But anyway, back to me. So. Back to me. So my doctor, Dr. Burnett who I love, she's wonderful, Um, she just said, okay, see you later. And then, I mean, like, I think like 10 seconds later, like, I felt, I felt completely fine when she said that. And I was thinking, oh, it's, you know, gonna be a little while. I don't remember anything else. Yeah, I find that that's about how fast chloroform works. (laughs) Nice. Gracie's at it. So... Uh, I woke up in a completely different room. I was like, am I in a different room? And you like, may be wondering why you've been moved to this location. A, a new, new location. location. It's a line from one of Scott's art school movies. Um, and they were playing music and they, and they said, can we get you anything? And I go, "I yeah, Madonna. And they go, okay, just a second. And they changed the music and they played Borderline by Madonna. Like, that's the first thing I wanted was to hear Madonna when I woke up. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then everything's just kind of fuzzy. I don't know when, when I saw you again. I, it was within 30 minutes of when you got out of the surgery, they brought you into the recovery room. Or back into your room. Okay. Out of recovery. And then my neck was all bandaged up. You were packed tight. Yeah. And and I remember I was relieved that you made it through and everything went well. Do you think but I was, was going to die? No, but um, I was super disappointed that you weren't more fucked up when you came into the room. That I couldn't well, like say <laughs> things or like maybe record you saying weird things, but you were pretty, pretty together. That's you were a little out of surprising, it. Surprising, because I'm usually not together. Right. And then how long d- until we got to go home? <clears throat> About an hour, maybe an hour and a half. It, it took a while. Okay. And then the girl that was, I remember, was wheeling me out. I told you, you had gone to get the car. Right. And I told her, I was like, oh, you can just, I can, I can get up out of the chair. I can sit here. There were like these big plant like brick plant boxes and i was like i can just sit here on one of these 
And she's like, no, if I leave, I have to go back in and do work. It's also a liability. They have to get, make sure you get into your vehicle mm-hmm. and there's no incidents. Otherwise, yeah. they're liable for if, if you trip and you oh, know yeah. hurt yourself in the parking lot after a procedure. Well, well, who was liable when I chipped and fell out of my car last week? I really no, couldn't I, say. I don't know what happened. I just got out of my car. It happened in your garage, didn't in it? In my garage. And I got out of the car, and it was like my legs just said, okay, we're not going to work right now. And I fell down. All that noise is kitty. We're just going to let her. She's playing with a jacket that I left hanging on a doorknob. So anyway, my I had a big... Um, Goiter removed. No, I didn't. We already talked about it before, but I had a... I forget the exact name. For basal, it. basal cell, cell cars, cancer. Cars, yeah, it was cancers, but it was non-malignant. You can't die from it, and um, it was probably about the size of like a thumbnail, kind of like, like your me, thumb. Yeah, 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 I would say that. Mm-hmm. But then, so, but I had this line of stitches, probably from my earlobe all the way down to almost to your collarbone. Oh yeah, and it was the mo- it's the most perfect line. So my skin's been really tight there and it was so horrifying to look at it. Like when I, I took the bandages off about two days later and, um, the, it was just horrifying. Very like Frankenstein. And I didn't, I, well, I, I'm still not supposed to be driving, but I did drive today because I, I can't turn my head to see anything, but the, um, I just don't want to go anywhere because people look at you and people are rude and it's always like some old man will say something rude. Like I was waiting in line at the pharmacy and some old man like was like, what happened to you? So, well, clearly I had some surgery. What happened to you? Oh, you got old. God. It's like, I just don't understand why people don't mind their own business. I would never say Something like that to somebody I don't know. Or like people going, ooh, that looks like it really hurts. Thank you. That makes it feel better. I had forgotten about it and felt fine, but now it hurts again. Thanks. Thanks for bringing that up. I appreciate that. But it is healing. And everyone says, because I can't really see it. I mean, I can see it in a mirror, but I can't get real close. It looks so much better than it did just even a week ago. Yeah. So... And our doctor friend looked at it yesterday and was seemed very surprised it looked so good. Now if we could only do something about the rest of your face. Well, I've got that two-for-one coupon. Well, I need to get a few things oh, done. The list is long. All right, so let's move back into our favorite 90s music. And I want to play a song by one of my favorite sexually fluid performers of all time. So we have a friend who, we're not going to name any names because we don't want to get involved in some sort of a lawsuit. Libel, libel, libel. Yes, libel. So uh, our realtor friend was involved in the sale of a home from this singer and he said that she was... High maintenance, we'll put it at that. There were a lot of other words that he used that we don't want to repeat. But yes, very high maintenance. And um, 
she wore a diaper in her video. She did, and she... It was so upsetting, they made another video where she's not wearing the diaper. But she's probably smoking a corncob pipe. Or is that just on one of her album covers? That was on the back of the CD single for something, for Right Beside You. Okay. So if you've not figured out who we're talking about... We're talking about the singer Sophie B. Hawkins, and it's a song that I have desperately looked for for a long time as a MIDI file that I can create my own garage band version and Ugh. sing my own cover version of this song, which is, damn, I wish I was your lover. Luckily, you've not found said MIDI file and we've been spared. Damn, I wish you would shut the fuck up.
inside the peace of mind And I lay by the ocean making love to her with visions clear Walk the days with no one near And I return as chained and bound to I wish I had some chicken and a biscuit crackers right now. The cracker that when you spread it out on a paper towel, about a minute later, there's grease spots. That's right. That's the one. Delicious. Yeah. I actually had some of those last week. Yeah. I remember you talking about the the and, box. And I took it, took some of them with me to work, and it was a delightful snack to have in a work situation. So back to Sophie B. The bit of the lyrics that I remember used to disturb us terribly was the part about um come inside my jungle book and we're like what's that it's just a very all-around curious song but i somehow love it have i ever told my sophie b hawkins story on the podcast i thought you already told one about a real estate situation with her what else is there to tell so remember we were at peaches or maybe it was coconuts by that time and those were both record stores for those that aren't familiar well they're chains oh were they nationwide i didn't know yeah but especially coconuts that was okay they had those everywhere but But many of them have closed before some people's lifetime They're probably not listening to us. Get real. Well, we have lots of important things to tell them. So we were just shopping in said record store. And this old man came in. Older gentleman. Old man sounds a little (laughs) harsh. But he was old. Older than we are now. Like, I mean, he's probably like in his late 60s. Retiree. Let's call him that. Okay. So... He says to the clerk, who was a girl, he's like, I just found out about this wonderful new singer that's just come out. And I've I've got to get my hands on everything she's recorded. And this singer, like he was acting like he was telling the clerk who worked in a record store. New information. Yeah. He's like, this singer's name is 
Sophie B. Hawkins. And the girl's like, yeah, she's been around for several years. I believe she has three albums. And he was like, no, she's brand new, just hot off the presses. Brand new, just, just, you know, has just come out. And it's like, well, sir, if she's just come out and you've got to get your hands on everything she's ever recorded, that would kind of tell you that she's not new on the scene yeah it's so annoying when you work in a record store and someone comes in or when you work in any kind of a store and someone or when you work well that (laughs) when you work in a record store and someone comes in and tries to tell you something about something that you know way more about than they do right that's like when someone wants to tell me about there's this show about this girl that was found murdered wrapped in plastic and it was kind of weird and strange but i think it's i not think you really might like good, it but yeah you might like it <laughs> it's no it's not good it's wonderful it's, this is the worst show i've ever seen no but you might like it it's twin peaks and it's the best show ever i haven't mentioned twin peaks 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 for a while i need a part of a gun I don't think we know anybody that has it. Have another pain pill, Mary. (laughs) Oh, that's the other thing. I I still have been experiencing pain, so I have to take a pain pill on occasion. I shouldn't tell any more than that. I've experienced pain from hearing about your pain. But I have to take another pill to, to deal with... Keep your system functional. Okay, this pill plugs you up. And then, so you have to take a stool softener. And if you've ever taken a stool softener... You know what to expect. Life has been a challenge. I'm gonna... I know I've already said that once, but I'm gonna say it again. The past couple of weeks have been a bit of a challenge. Well, the alternative to life being a challenge would be... Just happy to be alive at this point. But... I'm also happy to be near my bathroom, fully stocked on products that I can use. Have you looked into keeping some wet ones handy? I have, and do. Good. Maybe not the wet ones brand, but... Or I saw the newest uh, thing we saw when we went to the grocery store before recording today. Those Kleenex, they're like handy wipes. They're like pre moistened wipes like cleaning uh towelettes but we smelled them and i think that they're going to be a little bit too chemically for your liking even though they say they're gentle enough for face and hands well i have um some things like a little packet of damp wipes in my backpack that i take with me everywhere there's um this um brand of men's products that make like shavers and creams and 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 hair things and stuff like that and i can't remember the name of the company but um jerk one of their products is called one wipe charlie and they come in a travel pack like a little three pack and it's like a it's like a butt wipe to have with you at all times it doesn't guarantee one wipe they call it one wipe charlie oh i'd like to look i'm sure you'd be very interested save a lot of time yeah I won't go any further. We've digressed into a completely yeah. 
bottom of the I barrel we have a whole other topic. podcast episode. In fact, tune in for our next episode, and it's all about flatulence. <laughs> oh. And burping. So let's just kind of... We're not going to play all these songs. No, we're only 45 minutes in. Why can't we play about 15 more songs? I want to talk about how Duran Duran had some big successes. They had a renaissance in the 90s. In the 90s. That would be Ordinary World and Come Undone. Yes, yes. Great songs. Ordinary World really should have won Record of the Year. I agree. I, although, or at also, least been nominated. Later in the 90s, one of my favorite songs by Duran Duran would be, of course, Electric Barbarella. Yeah, not a hit. I know, but I loved it. It was a good song. It still is a good song. They are getting ready to announce the nominees for this year's or next year's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, I know Julie Cruz is ready to appear. Yeah. Julie Cruz will not be appearing anywhere. She's housebound at this point. She's not housebound. But I really hope that Duran Duran, even though I know they don't care about being in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, long overdue. Yeah. I mean, come on. And the Backstreet Boys. And there there are people that are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that have had far less success and just made shitty music allegedly yes Duran Duran are one of the biggest selling groups of all time and even says so when you look it up on their wiki so you know it's edited by Kevin (laughs) the other band is the Go-Go's and I feel like the Go this might be the year for the Go-Go's getting nominated because they have their Broadway show and they've They've stated before that they don't care either, but they've, I don't know, it's almost kind of like there's been a little bit of campaigning for them. Well, how many artists out there go, you know, I really think I deserve to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Do people really say that? Probably a lot, yes. Well, I hope they say it not publicly, like, but in a behind-the-scenes thing to influence. But I mean, like, both Duran Duran and the Go-Go's have stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, yeah, but those you have to pay for anyway. That's not something that's just awarded to you. I mean, like a record company would pay for it or yeah. a fan club. But still, like, you and I can't just wake up one day and be like, hmm, we think I'm so sure should have a, a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame and we've got the money for it. No, it, it's not that simple. No, I know. There's a I process. Mean, yes. But, well, we really do deserve, at least I do. Deserve that star. I'm not interested in. I'm not interested in that sort of success. Sort of success, any success, really. I'm not interested in leaving my bedroom. Well, as long as I have the things I need, like Nilla lemon wafers, and you, we saw this cereal at the grocery store. It's Nilla wafers cereal. Tastes like real banana pudding. Yeah, it was, but it was Nilla banana pudding. I don't know. That's banana pudding is my favorite dessert, but I think it would be gross as a cereal. Well, you were looking at it, and I could see like you're getting ready to lick your lips, and I was like, "That is not a breakfast thing." Well, and you know, and I'm trying to urge you to eat more of a health cereal, like things that are mostly grain oh. and things like that, because a, a I leave, lead, lead a very very healthy 
healthy you lifestyle and the food that I eat. That's you big the lying sack of caca. Just I mean, I'd like to I like to think I do. Yeah, you'd like to think you do, but you don't. No, I think both you and I do eat. We've changed a lot of how we no, eat. I've never eaten a lot of junk food. Well, I've like always, I had a bag of chips at the store, but I put them back. I don't ever like I rarely eat french fries if you know and i really don't eat fast food that much at all and when i do i never eat fries mr you mr bring me five hash browns from the mcdonald's one hash brown and i had one no i don't eat two you have i have more than once yeah about three times in my life more than ten times that's the hash brown. Potato cake, potato cake, potato yeah. cake. Why do you think there's you have a song that I made up? Because you like to eat the McDonald's hash browns. You also... No, I think it was mostly Arby's where you saw me with my excitement about consuming hash oh, browns. Oh, the, the, tr- the triangle. Yeah, the tri-taters, the triangle tater. Yeah. Why you sipped on a Jamocha shake and judged me. I know. Ne- I don't... That's like coffee. I thought you loved the Jamocha shake from there, which I always thought was strange because you don't like coffee. So why would you like that? I don't know what you're talking about. I think you're on drugs. No, but you are. Well, yes, but they're prescribed. So were Prince's and Michael Jackson's. I don't wear high heels and ride around in elevators. (laughs) Okay. He died in the elevator. Yeah, but that wasn't a contributing factor to his death. Well, he had pain problems because he danced and jumped off of stereo speakers and played basketball wearing high heels. Well, we'll get to him when we talk about our new releases. So, let's just get to our number one song of the 90s. Oh, let's just cut through all the drama and get right to the best of the best. Let me look at our list right here. Well, why don't you name off just a couple of other songs? George Michael, Too Funky. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. CC Penis Ton. Peniston. Finally. Right said Fred, I'm too sexy. Um, if you don't like that song, you're an asshole. And yes, you may be tired of it and it was overplayed, but the song can't help it. That was a good, fun That song. actually is like a really good album. It's not all like so. It's not a novelty, novelty album. album. I mean, it's got some really good pop songs that Don't Talk, Just Kiss, mm-hmm. and Deeply Dippy. Those were good songs. Yeah. Remember How Much We Loved Just Another Day by John Cicada? Oh, yeah. That was a good song. Um, all those songs by Snap and KLF. Robin S., Show Me Love. Well, the one song I wanted to put on here that you were just like... Ugh, I don't want to hear that song. Rhythm, rhythm is, is a cat, cat dancer. dancer. You can feel it, rhythm. Uh, let's see. It's not else. really cat dancer, but you get the pick. Get Ace the of Base had tons of success. Yeah. In and we're not playing any Backstreet Boys or NSYNC. I mean, I love like no. As Long As You Love Me and I oh, Want I It That Way by Backstreet. and Yeah, no, we're not playing them. Um, Crystal Waters, 100% pure stank. Um, She's not, but... Culture Beat, Mr. Vane. Yeah. That was good. I love that. Corona, The Rhythm of the Night. Um, La Bouche, Be My Lover, which we thought was Beat My Lover. Remember that Donna Lewis, I Love You Always Forever? Oh, yeah. 
that song hung around forever and like i haven't heard it in years at this point this is my notebook um spice girls we should mention them if we're going to talk about backstreet boys and nsync true spice girls kind of fell into that to become one is one of the greatest pop songs to come out of the 90s yeah spice girls is like they're totally due for a reevaluation as far as I don't see how I could reevaluate. No, I just like mean like they were than... not just throwaway music. I mean, so they made some really brilliant pop songs. Yeah, that stand the test of time. The White Town, You Are Woman. Oh yeah, our friend Laurel loved that song. Da, 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 da. Savage Garden, I Want You. Ricky Martin, Aqua, um, Duncan Sheik, Barely Breathing. I loved that song. Like. There were some songs in the 90s that were kind of slower, kind of more thoughtful, introspective kind of music that you wouldn't think that I would have liked, but I did. Well, I also thought Duncan Shink was really cute. Um, Amber, This Is Your Night, No Mercy, Remember My Issues With No Mercy. Oh, yeah. Oh, I could not get enough. Yes, they were highly enjoyable. Remember when No Mercy did a version of Everything But The Girls Missing? Yeah. It wasn't on their album. It was really, really hard to find. It wasn't as good as Everything But The Girls. Well, but they were highly enjoyable. One time we went to sing karaoke and there was a, a younger guy before us that was um, getting ready to sing. You were there. Don't look at me like you don't know what I'm talking I'm listen, about. I'm just giving you a fake, or uh, giving you a face. I'm just looking give, at give you. Give me a fake, yeah, <laughs> as usual. Uh, anyway, the the version of Missing by Everything But The Girl that most people know is the dance version. Well, the karaoke version did not sound like that. It sounded like the... the Regular ac- album, acoustic version. Yeah. And it started, and he's like, this isn't how this song sounds. No, I don't want to do this. So, we, we didn't. Thank you for your very sensitive portrayal of a giant. Well, he was just like a giant bitch head about it. That's like when I was karaoke doing A Christmas Time, and I wanted to do that song, Baby It's Cold Outside. And the version they started but playing. That's a pip was way way slower than any of the versions i'd ever heard before so the timing was all off and it took forever and it was boring and it was a big fiasco oh i wasn't there no i have it on video it's me and um, andy singing it (sighs) big fiasco i've never seen said video oh i think you have that's the second time i've said said yeah i said i said self okay so it's time for our number one song it's going to be a huge shock to people. Not really. This is from 1990, and this is one of the best songs ever recorded. I also have a wonderful video that I made. No, you actually don't. That I did in a shopping mall when I was on a weekend trip uh, to Chicago in 1990, where I danced in front of a green screen and did a dance routine you're with multiple hurting, video you're effects. You're hurting people. Oh, there! I want those New Order CDs back, by the way. Okay. Are you done with them? I'm done with them. So, we're talking about Vogue by Madonna. 
the very first time we ever saw like the preview for the world premiere on MTV, we didn't know she was saying Vogue because it didn't say the name of the song. It was just like new new the song, new, the new we, video. We thought it was called Foe, like F A U X, Foe, Foe, Foe. So for years, we called it that. But it's the perfect pop song. It's the best song of the '90s. And it's probably the best song by Madonna, but that's debatable because I she have has many so many. Yes, I don't have a favorite. I, I like, like them, them all. all. Well, a lot of them. So here's Vogue. Jimmy Dean on the cover of a magazine. Grace Kelly, 
So that was a brief snapshot into what we liked in the 90s. Now we're moving on to... Nice segue. Another subject. I didn't ask anything. Can you just turn all the devices off before we record a podcast? You know there are people that make little recording studios for podcasts inside their closets so that there's no sound and you just don't care i don't have enough space in my closet you've seen it you barely have enough space in your house well have you thought about what would happen if a baseball bat came flying directly at your face at a high velocity held by me have you thought about if you were standing on the ledge of a 20-story building and you're right on the edge Oh, and, would I be taking an extreme selfie because and, I read about how many people have died from and trying Gracie to And Gracie came along and tripped you and you fell. That could probably happen. Yeah. And it would happen. I think you'd get hurt. <laughs> yeah, if I plummeted off of a building, I most likely would not be doing too well. well. Think about it. Think about it. Okay, DeForest Kelly. I was thinking more information society. That's DeForest Kelly's voice from Star Trek. Whatever. I never. I've never seen one episode of Star Trek. Stupid. <laughs> exactly. No, you. It's stupid. And I don't care. I have them all in Geek. I have the original Star Trek, not any of the new things. I'm a bit of a Trekkie. Yeah, I am a bit of a Trekkie, no, and so was my mom. That's what your mom said. Out of the she blue. Was, I never saw your mom ever watch Star Trek. Wasn't there just an episode of it on as she walked through the room and said, oh, I'm a bit of a Trekkie, and then walked away? Yeah, she was more of a murder she wrote Yeah. Yeah. Or a Reba mcintyre Yeah. So. Well, I think his name was John. <laughs> we went to the show yesterday, and we saw the new film, A Star is Born, starring... Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. And it and was Andrew wonderful. Dice. Andrew Dice Clay's in it. Who knew? Yeah. He's been still acting. I saw him in a, I know you don't agree with, but a movie that he was directed by Woody Allen, a Kate Blanchett movie called um, Blue Jasmine. And he was actually really good in it. It was well, like a non comedic performance. He's not in This Star is Born very much, but he's very effective as Lady Gaga's father. It's a big step up from The Adventures of Ford Fairlane. Well, anything would be. But back to the movie at hand. It was very good. And I'm sure you've read comments from people online about how wonderful the movie is there were tears falling it really is a good movie and i think my the the thing that worked to my advantage is i've never seen any of the other stars born films i've seen the barbara streisand chris christopherson one on tv so i've seen it edited and i have 
I really just remember things about the ending and about her singing Evergreen. But beyond that, and I written know her, by Paul Williams. Yeah, I know her name. Uh, Barbara's name in the original movie is Esther, <laughs> which is like an unlikely. I mean, it's just it's a product of its time, clearly. Yeah. So this movie was written by Bradley Cooper and directed and starred. He controlled all aspects of yeah. it. I mean, he did a really, really good job. Yeah, because like, it's it, especially for his first film. I was trying to think of all the movies I've seen him in. I think I've only seen him in like the Hangover. The Hangover. I've never. He he's usually in movies I I don't. He's actually really good in another movie where, uh, and this is no spoiler if you know Stars Born, but there's, um, he played someone who had had substance abuse and had um, emotional problems and and stuff like that in a movie called Silver Linings Playbook, which he was really, really good at. Okay. And I think he was nominated for an Oscar for that. Well, he will be nominated for this. There will be multiple nominations for this movie. Yes, yes. Um, I don't know that Lady Gaga is going to win Best Actress because it is her first movie. But she was... She was very good. She though. was outstanding in it. Yeah. My only complaint with the movie... I have two small critiques. Well, first off is, you know how I feel about a movie that doesn't have the opening credits. It did say the title it of the movie. It said the title of it, okay. But I... I don't I just think... When it has all the actors' names and everything, like a good, a nice little setup sequence, it sets the tone. I think a movie without the opening credits, it just like throws you in. It's like throwing a, a baby into the pool and you learn to swim. It's just or like, not. yeah. And it just, it's too quick for me. I like a little bit of a setup and I think music does a, a lot in setting the tone. This movie had actually no underscore music though every piece of music was a song in the movie well if it would have had opening credits though it would have the tone would have been set for me this is just my opinion right i'm not expecting every movie i think a lot of movies that don't have credits bit would benefit and like we see a lot of movies where they actually create like a cool credit thing that happens at the end like before it's just the white text on black background scrolling credits where they actually do make credits with graphics and and gives it the personality but they save that till the end like like um spy Spy, melissa mccarthy and there's lots of other movies that do that but it's a stylistic choice obviously to not have credits of any kind but spy also has opening credits too now, do you know what Spy doesn't have? Bad moments. It doesn't have a sequel with you featured in it in well, plans. Well, probably going to want me for the sequel. There they're are probably, no plans. They're probably going to want Elliot to be in it, too. And they're probably going to want um, Gracie to be in the sequel to A Star is Born. She could play Gaga's cat. You mean Lady Gaga. I hate it when you call just call her Gaga, like you know her. Gaga, you know. I saw it's Gaga's Lady Gaga is her name. Well, her name is Stephanie. Yes. You know what's weird? When the very first time I ever saw anything for A Star is Born coming out, it's, what's her name? Stephanie German, Germanata. Germanata. It said Bradley Cooper, Stephanie Germanata. And I thought so, that they would actually do that. They changed their marketing. Yeah. Yeah. She Maybe she changed her mind and they just went with you know people know you as lady gaga maybe like in her next movie or something they'll do that 
Maybe it'll be Stephanie and then quotation marks Lady Gaga with her last name. It's a really good movie, though. I would say 20 minutes could have been cut from it. But I think that about every movie. You'd like to see every movie about an hour to an hour and a half. Yeah. Like a a nice, brisk 67-minute running time is perfect With a laugh track, preferably. Right. Yeah, there were no laugh tracks for this movie. None. There were tears falling. There was clutching clutching of chest and deep breaths and I love yes. a movie that has no special effects. I just like a movie that's a good story that you know, they've got great actors to do the story. I don't need things exploding. I don't need CGI animation baloney. This is it just like felt like the way most movies were when we were little, like growing up. It had a real 70s aesthetic. And also the house that they ended up living together in the movie seemed like it was right out of the 70s. Yeah. It had a nice, you know, retro feel to it without being kitschy. I think that the songs and music in the movie are, even though they're not typically like the kind of music I would listen to, even like the style of some of the songs that Lady Gaga does in the movie, they're still great in the context of the movie and when you become invested in the characters that they were playing you like the songs more I think than yeah. if you just were to hear them on the radio and the soundtrack CD that I f- was finally able to track down I, it came out on this past Friday and there was a or there is a special version available at Target it doesn't have any additional tracks but it has like a fold out poster kind of packaging thing and you'll be putting it in your locker it would be too big for a locker but anyway and I don't have a locker um, they didn't have it I went to two Targets on Friday and neither one of them had it so I was kind of annoyed by that it's like if you're going to have a special edition of something we'd like it the day it comes out Target thank you but, well, this goes along with the problem of not getting things even when you order something and it's supposed to arrive on the street date from the Amazon. Yeah. And it doesn't well, get there. I, and then, so I just was like, I'm not going to any more Targets today. I'm just going to order it from Amazon. And I did. And then they were like, we are out of stock on this item. So I ordered it anyway. I figured, oh, it'll be here in a couple days. And they said, oh, it, it's not going to be shipped until next Friday. <laughs> It's like, no, I don't want it next Friday. I want this now. So I had gone back to the Target app, and they finally got their shit together. And I was able to use the new little thing that you've used before. Oh, the the, the, the pickup service where the curbside pickup. I didn't even, I didn't have to go into the store. I know. Isn't that a blessing? That's a wonderful thing. Yep. They just... You buy it, you pay for it on the app, and you say, you let them know when you're on your way, and then you pull into this parking spot, and then you hit, I'm here, and someone runs out with a with a bag, and they scan your phone, and you are on your way. I love it. And I have to say, I'm really enjoying using a service like Grubhub or DoorDash, of which I use both of those that I've recently discovered and started using to get food delivered to my door. And it's a wonderful thing. Do they bring thing. it here to your home? Yeah, and I can, you can put in the instructions. 
the code for them to get in through the gate and go oh, past the security and I'm, all that stuff. I would be comfortable with giving them a code to get in here. Can you give them a temporary code? No, I've clearly not thought of that through. It's So you might get raped tonight. Yeah, maybe, I guess. Okay, well, if that's something you're into. I don't think that the mother of three who had kids in the car with her when she delivered my food on Friday night is going to come back here to assault me. <laughs> I had hoped that wouldn't happen. A mother of three? She well, she had like a couple teenage kids in the car that were just like on their phones and she was driving. She was real nice. And she had my bag of hot food, of Thai food. Do you tip them? Yes, you can tip in the app when you order it. Oh, so you don't have to have cash. Right, right. And it took like about 25 minutes and it was here and it was super hot. And it cost like, um, I had a delivery fee discount because I used it recently. I had a delivery fee of $1. It's normally it's either four or five. So it's oh, not super cheap. That's a little steep. But if you have like four or five people that want to get food, that's totally worth it. But what if you live alone? Well, I got dinner for one and I used this service and I had a $1 delivery charge and then I tipped $3. And I would have tipped more than that and spent gas money if I would have gone to the restaurant to go eat it by yeah. myself. And it was nice to have it brought to my door. No, I agree. That is, it's a great service. I've yet to do it at home through a, for a restaurant. Yeah, you need to try it. And um, also, I may want to start trying that Amazon Prime now where they can deliver things within an hour or two when you need something. And they also do like Whole Foods, which I know that's a whole other thing. Oh, land legs So this clearly is an I'm-so-sure situation. Why don't you tell us about it? Yes, yes. Well, Aaron came up with a new name after I told him what happened. He came up with a new name for Whole Foods, and that would be Asshole Foods. So I'm not a shopper there, obviously. Clearly. And I went there just out of convenience because it's, it's in the same shopping center as Target. And it's right next to where my mom lives. And so I just went there out of convenience. There's an issue here in Indianapolis with grocery stores right now. Because one of our main chains went out of business. Like, I don't know. Was it a year ago? Something like that. Yeah. So we have Kroger, which I hate. We've already talked about this. Kroger stores are dirty and... I had a bad experience at one that I don't need to get into again. And I just, I'm not going to go there. So uh, we have Meyer, which is, uh, it's a big store like Super Target. Right. There's um, Super Target, obviously, that has groceries. Regular Target stores have groceries, but they're very limited. And then um, I'm not a Walmart shopper either because, again dirty store and we also have one really nice uh giant eagle uh, grocery store it's uh, called market Market district District. which that's where we go a lot but they don't carry everything that i want and need i because of some health issues i have to drink low acid orange juice and i have i have to take a 
iron an iron pill twice a day and I have to take it with orange juice. So I have to buy low acid orange juice. Target stopped carrying it. Um, I'm not going in Kroger and I don't I'm not a Walmart shopper. Walmart doesn't even have it though, at least not not what I go to the Walmart neighborhood market. Yeah. Which I don't feel so, is so offensive. So anyway, I thought, well, I'll go on Whole Foods and see if they have low acid orange juice. Wrong! There. Yeah, no, they don't. They have, like, extra acid, extra pulp. And let's make it $3 more expensive. Yeah, and some, you know, organic bullshit. Just the whole store. Just the minute I walked in the store... My stitches started pulsating with anger. Let's also Just, preface this by saying we don't want to offend any listeners who may think that Whole Foods is the best place to go shopping, and they love it. There may be some of those people out there. You know what? I don't care because of the bad experience I had. All right, there. continue. It was, it was so stupid. Like I, I really can't believe that people put up with that stuff because you can buy organic food anywhere you can go you can buy it at kroger and walmart and walmart and it's available everywhere you don't have to go in whole foods but i just thought okay i'm in here let's make the most of it so i bought a small container of mixed fresh fruit and then i went to the deli section and i got a tiny container of uh, tortellini pasta salad. Sure, sure. And I got a quarter of a pound of no salt sliced turkey. Now, was this turkey that had golden feathers on it, or just a regular turkey? <laughs> it was. It must have been diamond feathers, because when I got up to the cashier, like I, I knew that Whole Foods was more expensive. I was expecting it to. Be, it was going to be about maybe eight or nine dollars for what I had, and it was seventy two fifty. It was sixteen dollars for three items, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" I mean, I paid it and left. But they have like these uh, these big. I don't know what you would call them. Kind of like a salad bar thing, but they have ready made meals, right? Where you can scoop up what you want and you buy it it's like an open it's like a deli salad bar kind of sort of kind of but it's hot right and i've never seen so much disgusting food in my life and i've been to culinary well they probably had some nice hummus slop or something like that oh my god it was like cilantro sliced hummus bumbarf yeah it was just i'm not even gonna tell you what i when i was telling annette this story I called it something completely, something that I will not repeat. record. Yeah, but like, and no, but there was no takers. And then the people that were shopping in the store, they, I swear to God, they're, they're like totally outer limits. It's like, what planet are you people from? Like, you think that this is acceptable. It's just, it's crazy. Who, I don't care if you're like a millionaire why would you want to spend all that money on this bum barf? That's like the third time we've said yeah. bum barf. I'm sure there's people that are getting a little queasy and they're listening going, Ugh. I don't know. Ugh. I just, I 
I just couldn't believe it. And then when you get up there, because um, Whole Foods is owned by Amazon now. So there's a sign that said, you can save money if you're a Prime member, which I am. So I'm like, well, great. It was $16. Let's let's save 50 cents. But no, you have to have like an Amazon Prime credit card in order to take advantage of oh. that. So you have to open up a new credit card. That's a bad idea. Yeah, I was like, that's not happening. And me returning to this store, not happening either. I just... I think it's convenient, like, there's a little place where you can eat in there for people that maybe want to run in there, you know, on their lunch hour. It's probably a little healthier if they're into sliced cabbage with kale pita puke on the side. It was just, and it smelled horrendous. So, that is my asshole foods story, not returning. But, uh, yeah, grocery problems here in Indianapolis. Well, and speaking of... I hope not, you live in a city where your situation is better. Yeah, I'm sure there's lots of better cities. There's also, though, unfortunately, a problem, in, especially in urban areas. What are they called? A, gr- a grocery it's, desert? It's like a, f- a food desert or a grocery desert yeah. where they don't have enough places where you can get things that aren't chips and like stuff that you would find at a convenience store that you can get actual fresh produce and fresh meat and stuff like that instead of all you know like the hot dogs that roll around at the gas station that you refuse to eat and the pizza that's ready made and that that's a real problem um and we need to work together to to fix that and we also need to work together to put 4k blu-ray discs into the hands of as many people as possible i don't even know what those words mean no, but I am serious about the first part and the second part a little bit. Well, and- we went to the grocery earlier today, and we were shocked because the people in front of us, it was a mother and her two daughters, not one healthy thing in their cart. No, they had chips. They had three things of soda. They, they had, had three co- things of chips. Every variety of Chips Ahoy cookie. Hot, yeah, the cookies. They had multiple things of cookies. Yeah. Multiple Chips Ahoys. Multiple varieties. I couldn't believe it. I was just like, oh my gosh, your kids are going to have high blood pressure. and Yeah, it's just, it's a it's sad like, thing. Go over the, to the produce and buy some apples and oranges and grapes and celery and carrots and some lettuce. Well, how hard is that? And those are all delicious things. Well, but there's people we know, grown people, that don't like to eat no. any of those yeah. things that are good for you. And I'm not saying you got to convert your diet and not ever have anything that's bad for you. Listen to us giving advice to people about how to eat and eat eat well. But we, I think we do a better job than a lot of people. I try. I mean, I've given up like soda. The only time I have soda is when I share some of your Mr. Pib or whatnot when we're at the movies. Because yeah. I don't buy myself a soda. I don't drink it. I don't keep Coke in the house. That's really the only time I ever drink um, a pib is when we go to the show. I don't have it. I mean, I have it at home in cans, but it takes me forever to to go through it. And, like, I'll allow myself one Coke a day, but I don't ever finish, like, the can. Right. It ta- It's usually, like, two days. And it, by the time I'm, like... Half through halfway through the can, it's, it's it goes flat. Flat. You know, speaking of flat, I um, 
don't really have the space and I think it might be cost prohibitive, but I love like sparkling water and club soda and seltzer water so much. I would love to have one of those soda streams. We have one, but we don't ever use it. Well, I'll buy it for $20 from you. I mean, we like to have it, but I don't like fizzy water. I love, I mean, I exclusively I, like fizzy water. I, I mean, like I drink regular water. But regular water. I think wa- regular water is great. It is, but I love the bubbly water. Especially when it's from my refrigerator. We know. We've all heard about you only wanting to drink water that comes from your filtered water that's in the Well, it's funny. When you gave me this water. You're from, like, is that tap? Well, it tastes weird. It's Brita filtered water, so. Well, I mean, I believed you this time. I mean, it's not, you know, whatever spring water that's popular or Avion or Perrier or like uh, Kanye water. Lacroix water. What was Kanye dressed up as on SNL? Wasn't he like a Perrier bottle? Oh, I don't know. It was ridiculous. That was the worst thing that I'd ever seen in my life. Oh, you've seen a lot worse. Well, it was not broadcast quality. No. It was... He was on the first episode of Saturday Night Live last week for the the first episode of the season. And I can't say that I've ever heard one of his songs before. And what I did hear was... It was as appalling as Whole Foods. It's a low point in musical guest performances on SNL. Yeah, it's like, what, what made them think that? And, and I had the closed captioning on because I'm used to watching the TV that way. Because my mom, when I go over to my mom's, she has closed captioning on. I've just become u- used to it. And you actually, I get so much more out of a TV show now because sometimes I, I'm, you know, there's you other zone noise out. going out. Yeah, I just... It's great watching um, Absolutely Fabulous again. It's like watching a completely different show because of the thick, you know, British accents. Right. Um, to a stupid American, you know, like we are. Doesn't get much more stupid. Yeah. Just about stupid. <laughs> um, God don't like ugly or stupid. Yeah, it's like you're witnessing something that you've never seen before. But anyway, I had the closed captioning on during Kanye's performance, and I couldn't believe the words that were coming out of... Well, I don't... Was he singing or speaking or somebody else? There was two people. Lil someone was singing with him. Or maybe it was the other song that he did with a woman, but there was a lot of things that weren't bleeped that should have been. Right, no. It was lots of F-bombs. Yeah. I mean, I've never been so fucking appalled in my life. Wow. Really. The FCC will be. We'll be contacting. We'll be contacting NBC. In, I'm they'll sure. be in touch. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been a super mega sized episode, but we had a lot to catch up. Well, we we owed our listeners a longer one because we haven't done it for them. And now you owe me twenty seven dollars. I owe you nothing. Much like the hot hot hit single by Brass. Not from the nineties. From the eighties. Right. Well, you can find me if you care. <laughs> and you're shaking they your don't. head like they don't. No, they don't. On Twitter at I'm so sure podcast on the Twitter. So you stated it was Twitter. Was it Twitter? Is it Twitter? It was Twitter. Did I about? mention that it was Twitter? It's I'm so sure podcast. I think it's on Twitter. It's I think I, I heard that it's on Twitter. I'm so sure podcast. You can find me. That's Kevin. Is a place on Earth. 
on Instagram. You can also find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash I'm so sure podcast. If you have a note you'd like to send to us, send me a private message on Facebook. I may answer. I may not. And on that note, that is the end. That's the end of this episode of the I'm So Sure podcast. Until next time, I'm Scott. I'm Kevin, and we will be back before a month. Yes. The holidays are coming up, and I have a vacation coming up. So we have to plan it to be ready for your vacation without missing We'll do an episode before I leave for Disney World. Jealous much? I'm happy that you'll be gone for a week. Oh, great. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye. So sure.